What's going on, guys, and welcome back to the one and only Growing Together podcast. My name is Kaylin. I'm Kyra. And we're here to walk with you through life, faith, relationships, and money. Y'all, regret to inform y'all that... We just came to say goodbye. Yeah. The, the Growing Together podcast is actually over. Um, that's This is it. <laughs> it's been a good run. It's over. Until next year. Uh, the first week of January. And the reason we're doing this is because we, we told y'all months ago in one of these episodes, because I remember listening to it. I said, um, one thing about us. We don't miss. We're going to take a break. Oh, <laughs> no. We, well, I think last week we said we don't miss. Yeah, yeah, we, we don't. We don't. We don't miss our scheduled programming. So but like we will take a break. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. we know like we know our body. We know like our mind. We know our family's doing, we know the seasonality. And one thing I really pride myself on is uh, I don't know how to surf in real life. You know, I'm a Cali boy undercover in Texas, so I should know how to surf. I don't know how to surf in real life, but I know how to ride waves on social media. And um, this year for me has just been one big rest year. That's it. Cat's out of the bag. Um, I haven't really been putting my all into it because it just seemed like a big transitional year. I feel like this is the year that people really start feeling um, that short form content was kicking their tail um, or it's coming at the, the attention spans of people and now starting to affect legacy creators like ourselves in long form content. And when things are going on like that, I don't like to just be so reaction, reactionary. I like to like take a step back, get the 40,000 square foot view and then like plan what we're going to do. Um, but in the midst of it, you can't just like stop doing things. Everything, yeah. So like you still have to like create content. But if you guys notice, um, I guess in addition to like my, my quarter life crisis, I was going to I was also looking at this from 40,000 square foot and trying to predict the human behavior of the demographics that we have. And just see what what do y'all want? Because y'all be looking, listening to and watching six second TikToks over here on one end and then one hour podcast on the other. So I'm just like, what? <laughs> like, what's really going on? Yeah. And and really, like, where do I fit into that? And one of my friends would say um, and then asking God, like, God, how can I partner with you on like what you're doing at this current time, this current uh, day with media and with what people are interested in? So I kind of took a break one every couple of weeks or does not like that but I think people forget that um we also in school yeah 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> I literally just submitted like I think it ended up being 21 page paper last night and it's just like as a full-time mom if you're watching the video you can see like I look done done for full-time mom multi multi-business owner content creator and in the middle of a house renovation it's like how do you do it and um i mean i was taking an english composition class and an econ class so i i i, I wrote a lot <laughs> this past semester these past four months but kyra did something i don't think i've ever seen anybody do in my life <laughs> she wrote 21 pages it looked like it was single space too it was in a day no it wasn't a day. it was literally a day no. I literally saw you start on Friday and it was turned in on Sunday and you didn't even really get to work it was on Saturday. Like, it was like four days. No, 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 no. Yeah. I was there, fam. Wait, I you, did it. No, no, you was in it, but I observed <laughs> it. 
And I was just like, oh my word. And I know a lot of y'all are probably still thinking like, why are y'all even in school? You know, I have to get do it again next month. For what? The same? For my next class. It's the same assignment. How do you know that? Because I just know. You don't know. They you always do seen, the same assignments. You haven't seen the syllabus. So for those of y'all who are still wondering like, why we're even in school, why we're putting ourselves through this torture in the middle of our busy lives. Um, I mean, the podcast, it's in the podcast title. We just love growing together. And um, I feel like after you become successful in something, like you reach the heights of it, and you can kind of like coast the rest of your life, a lot of people will do that. And we just don't want to get, for lack of better words, fat and happy and complacent. And like, I just don't feel like that's like the life that God called us to. I was listening to a podcast and this guy said that um, nowhere in the Bible do you see um, financial freedom, retire early and then never work a day, another day in your life. Yeah. <laughs> like even when you're able to do that and, you know, haven't been able to do that, that's not really what you want. So like a lot of people will pitch that for courses and self-help books and personal development because that's appealing to the desires of people who may be having the golden handcuffs, which for lack of a better word are just like good jobs but that you don't actually like to work at but like you're working there you think and the desire is to set yourself free from that but like on the other side of that like you always gonna work like we're created to work yeah i feel like work also helps bring us purpose Mm -hmm. like something meaningful to do every day something to look forward to and i yeah i feel like it's your work can be really important right important for you to show up at so that's been like my mindset change again as i talk about like the quarter life crisis that I was having, um, trying to find purpose in my work. Someone who was so like goal oriented, there's a difference between like having goals and accomplishing those and actually operating in your purpose. And the purpose that you have could be tied to like some specific knowledge that you have or natural gifts. And maybe you may not even recognize them, but people around you will recognize them in you and like call them out. And the more that you get those things to align, not only like the more money that you make, but also the more purpose that you find in your work and the happier you, the happier you are and the more like fulfilled you are in it. Um, and that's in a different podcast. I was listening to a guy that actually was from a tweet and they were talking about how like the older you get, the, the, how your relationships change. So they said by about um, 25, the amount of time that you spend around your immediate family drops down to like the the lowest it's ever going to be and if you think about it like when you're born like yeah you have your mom you're dependent on her you have your dad and you have your 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 siblings if you have any and the older you get like you are actually growing apart from them like they are training you to leave them one day so the idea that families especially now that we're like in the holiday season the idea that families need to be so tight-knit um going into them or the coming together of them. Like if you feel like, man, this holiday season, I don't really want to see my family. I'm starting to feel like there's really nothing wrong with that because your family raised you to be sent off. Yeah. So every, also every Christmas holiday movie ever is like family coming together and having like the best laughs and best time together. mm -hmm. So it's definitely romanticized. Yeah. So then it says, okay, by about 25, um, you're not seeing like your immediate family as much because obviously like college and career and now you're starting to date. Then it says um, the most significant relationships in your life. Stop even being like your friends. So about like 30, you're not really even seeing your friends that much. 
again, like you're going through elementary, high school, you're seeing your friends every day at school. School is not work for kids. School is the place that you go to get babysitting. So you're being babysat around all your peers. So you're seeing them often. And then you graduate and the classes are broken up in these blocks. You're there for an hour and then everybody's doing their thing. And then you graduate from college or you just go straight into the workforce and you're not seeing your friends, but once or twice a month, maybe once a quarter, maybe once a year. Like once you graduate college. Right. Yeah. I feel like I see a lot of 30 year olds. They either have no friends or they have a ton of friends. Like I Mm -hmm. see no in between. Yeah. I'm scared. It's crazy. So then it gets even worse because it says, okay, whether you're in a relationship or not, by about 30, the most significant person in your life will be your significant other. And the second most important relationships in your life will be your coworkers. Those are, the people, those are the people that you see the most. So that was like the moral of the story. That was like the main point. And I'm glad that you picked up on that without even hearing this, which is choose them wisely. Choose the person that you're going to spend the rest of your life with wisely. Mm-hmm. Actually like them, actually like hanging out with them, spending time with them, doing things with them. It's bigger than just hobbies. It's actually like also like worldview and beliefs. Characteristics. But also on the, on the whole other end of that, choose your job wisely. Like if you're going to a job every day where you don't like your coworkers and all your friends have to hear you gossip about, you know, the work drama that we all know that you're probably having because that's just how corporate America is. Um, might be time to switch jobs. Maybe time to start that business. So you don't got to deal with crazy folk and you can be in control of the culture that you're creating in the company that you own. Yeah. Um, I'm just throwing stuff out. Kyra was telling me that she was tired. Well, yeah, I almost gave up on you guys tonight. I almost <laughs> did. I So Target failed me tonight for the first time in <gasps> years. I didn't hear this. Because you did. Because I get delivery every, like, I swear every other day. I have a Target delivery. I do not care. This It's just my, it's my secret thing that I do. And today I go, oop, 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 oop. And there's no times available. So I had to do a pickup. And my mental just could not handle it. So I was like, okay, the pickup, fine. I'll just go get the pickup. In my mind, I was like romanticizing it. Like it's going to be a nice drive, whatever. I'm tired. Then Kaylin walks in the room. Oh, was that what you're going to wear for the podcast? My jaw dropped. I was like, no, because in my mind, you guys know me. I already had my night set up. I had already played through it. I played the role. And that was not on my to-do list. I completely forgot about it. And that just that just did me in. I cried on the way to Target because I was- Oh, did you? You cried thinking about this podcast? I literally, not, it's not about the podcast. It's just the fact that I'm so tired and I was like ready. To, I just had to go do the Target pickup and then I could go, get in bed and go to sleep. And then you did it to me. If I knew you felt that way, I would just did it alone. No, I'm feeling real no, chatty I was saying I don't want to do it, but I'm going to do it. Mm. And I feel like that is like the state of so much in my life right now. Like, sure, I there's a kind of a want, but I don't really want to do anything. But I do it anyway. But nothing is really being done that well. Like, I don't really feel like anything I'm doing is successful. Like, look at these plants around this room, guys. They're literally dying. Well, let me tell That's you this. How busy done is better than perfect. And alive is better than dead. So I don't know what standard you're holding yourself to it, but you probably need to drop it a few notches. Um, Mm. The the reality is the more plates that you're spinning, 
the less your expectations should be on perfection on all of them. Um, even, I mean, if you think about it, we just had Thanksgiving. If you go and you get four plates, you're not going to finish all of them. Whereas if you eat one, you could probably wipe it clean and lick it clean. Yeah, but at like what point is like enough's enough? There's too much going on. Well, there are, there's a lot going on. I think this last quarter for us was a sprint, particularly because we, we bought our house when we didn't really plan on buying a house this year. Like we were in the market, but like. Well, we kind of had like called it quits for the end of the year because we hadn't yeah. found anything. So we were like, okay, well, we're just going to stay here for another year at the, at the apartment. And then that did it to me. <laughs> that house did it to me. And we found it. And, um, you know, we budgeted for our renovations and our, <laughs> our remodel. And we've blown past our budget, which I feel happy about. Because I, I really do feel like we're, we're getting what we want, how we want it. And more than anything, I'm happy about the neighborhood we bought in. Because it's just absorbing all this. Yeah. <laughs> all these. Because in some cases, you can over-upgrade. It's like if you buy a $100,000 house in a neighborhood where all the houses are worth between 100000 and 150, and then you go spend $100,000 on your house, and now you're all into your house for 200000 but everything else is at one hundred fifty. Now, now, if you ever need to sell it, like you kind of played yourself. Now, if you wait years and years and years and allow um, the appreciation to absorb those over, over upgrades, you may be able to sell and get like a slight, I guess, profit, if you will. But um, the the more expensive your neighborhood is, since we live by the philosophy of buying like the worst, ugliest, smallest house in the nicest neighborhood. I don't We're live by able that philosophy. To, well, I live by that philosophy for us and then kind of tell you, oh, wow, look at this house. <laughs> it allows us like more flexibility to, to do what we did. So, um, yeah, like we're still not even close to underwater on our home. And really, we just did a lot of value adds because our home, yeah. it needed some stuff. There's there. also value in the fact that this is where we're going to be living for the next. Oh, my gosh. I don't want to get old, but like until we're older, mm-hmm. like we're going to live here for a long time. I don't know how long, but I don't know if necessarily know if we're going to age in place there. We're going to raise our kids there and then we're going to get our beach house in Newport. Oh, are we? I didn't know this one. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, yeah, this is at least the house we'll be in for 18 years. Yeah, this is my grinding house. Like this is so, my house where I'm going to figure out how to get the beach house in Newport. Yeah, the <laughs> bathroom tile I choose like, the, yes, there's monetary value, but I also think there's value in that. This is what I'm going to be stepping on until I'm 45 years old. 45? Where you? Why? Where you get the 40 extra? Years old, y'all, we had kids young, so we don't have to get to 45. Where you get the extra <laughs> five years from? We're never going to sell this house, though. Well, like, we, we gonna have, we're having this very like serious conversation about like where the boys if they choose to go to college out of town, whether they go to if they stay in Texas. I'm like, well, we're staying at the house because I'm not going to want to leave them. Didn't I just tell her that they're going to leave us at 25 and never see us again? Like, I mean, look, we're 25 now, right? Post quarter life crisis, kind of know the direction we're going, feeling a lot more confident and tracking towards that direction through going to school, but also getting like real um, training on the job, doing things that we do between our different companies. Um, Do you really think I lost my train of thought. That never happens. That's never happened. <laughs> it's because we're tired. <laughs> That's crazy. I was going to say it. What was I going to say? Do you really think that? I won't want to move or I'll want to move. 
I actually don't know where I was going. Oh, well, I can't help but think that oh. like me, me, Carter, Kaiser, when they get older, that we're, I'm just going to be their best friend. What I thought what I was going to say is, do you really think when they're our age, they're going to want to stay by us at that age? Like we know what it, okay, that's what I was going to say. We know what it's like to be a 25 year old and we're like, we're nowhere near our parents, <laughs> nor mean, do I, we see them very often. I'm sure that they'll want to be around us, but will they choose that route? Maybe not because the world is so huge. Like, I think that they also might want to explore that, but I still think that I'm going to be like really good friends with our kids when they get, when they're men. I don't got no friends. Oh, they're going to be my, they're going to be my kids. We ain't raising no friends, but. Well, when they're older, it is like more, it, it becomes like a proper relationship of like, you are now an adult. No, they still need parents. Well, yeah, but. You're like grown now. No, I ain't got no friends. You don't get babied anymore. You know, like you're not calling, bringing your laundry home for me to do for you anymore. Yeah, I, I get what you're saying. Um, so I don't want to be, what's the word you say? Don't be, uh, you used it earlier. We were at Chick-fil-A. Oh, don't be dense. Dense. <laughs> I don't want to be dense. I obviously get what you're saying. And, I, and I'm looking forward to being more um, friendly yes. with my kids. When they're older, though, yes. like obviously we're already friendly with them now, but like when they're able to have intellectual conversations right. and they have their own things going on. Um, I just wonder, though, like since we've sacrificed our young 20s for them, if in, you know, 15, 20 years from now, we're also going to be wanting to delay that part of our life in order so that we could be closer to them for whatever stage That's they're what in. I think. I've always thought like, oh, I'm going to raise my kids and then they're going to want to leave and go do their own thing. And then me and Kaylin, we're going to go be in love and be happy and just like have freedom again. But then I was thinking, oh, what if my kids like want to stay in Texas and I want to be in California? What if he gets married? What if they get married and start having kids? Like, I don't want to be the annoying grandma, but like, I want to be around. Because they don't know what they were saved from. And this is not a knock because, again, we Cali, we Cali boy. She's a Cali girl. You can never take the Cali out the boy. You can take the boy out of Cali. But, like, California, especially as a Texas realtor, I'm saying, like, California is not a place where I wanted my family to be, not where I wanted to raise my kids. So my kids are raised in Texas. When they get older, they're not going to know how awesome of a place California no. is when you're in the stage of the life we're going to be in. No, they're going to probably want to be in California. You think? Yeah, they're going to think Texas is lame. They're going to want to leave. They're going to be like, this is where I've been my entire life. Yeah. My parents moved me here. I don't know why. They should have left us. They ain't going. You know what, what's funny too? Is like since the, I go to the community college um, or I went to the community college in person over the past summer. So I was around a lot of 18 year olds, like fresh out of high school, 18 year olds. And they grew up here and their parents talk like how I talk which is so funny. <laughs> uh, they were moved here. They're not from here and they were raised here and they went to school here. Right. Great education. They probably don't even know it yet. So many of them want to go to California and I'm just like, yeah, our kids. California is like the movies. It really is. And I thought Texas was like the movies. Like, yeehaw. <laughs> to, to be fair, California is the best state in the country. I agree. It really is. I agree. And, and I feel like there's still so much for us to explore. There's so much to do. The food, the weather, like we everything you hear about it is true. It's just if you have a family and you want an awesome place to raise them, reach out to me on Instagram because I can help you find a house. So <laughs> in Texas. I mean, I'm not really kidding. I could actually do that. But like we're in Texas for a reason. And I like 
you know, my cards are all showing. I love this place for this time period. Am I going to stay here forever, 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 ever, ever? My mental plan is to go back to California and live at the beach. The beach would be nice. But even Florida. Will I leave my children? Let's take a break for a moment to talk about life insurance. If you're listening to this Gerber Life Guaranteed Life Insurance sponsorship ad, there's a good chance that you're alive. And if you're not, well, this may not be of interest to you. Now I know what you're thinking. Life insurance. I'm going to live forever. Death is what happens to other people. Well, for the sake of the argument, let's assume you're wrong and that someday you won't be listening to podcasts anymore. I know it's not easy to talk about, so I'll do the talking. If you're 50 plus and alive or 50 to 75 in New York, you can apply for Gerber Life Guaranteed Life Insurance with guaranteed acceptance regardless of your health. And since this life insurance is guaranteed, you don't have to get a medical exam. In fact, you don't even have to fill out a health questionnaire. For a free quote, just visit GerberLifeFamily.com. Then when you stop, I mean if you stop listening to podcasts, your family can use the insurance money to help cover your final expenses or anything else. Your kids already inherited your ears, allergies, and questionable singing voice. Don't make them inherit your final expense tab too. See website for terms and restrictions. I don't know. I feel like we low-key need to live like a Costa Rican, Puerto Rico. I'm coast to coast as well. Like, <laughs> we need to live like an international lifestyle. Maybe, yeah. One, one of these times. Yeah. Like we might as well. We might as well. Yeah. But I really like the, I don't want to say equidistance of living in far north Texas between like the coasts. But um, yeah. So... Uh, earlier we were talking about in the episode about like taking breaks and the fact that this is going to be our last podcast episode of the year. We will be back the first week of January. And I think that it, it really aligns with our schedules too. Cause I was, I'm going to break down some timelines for y'all. So like this past week, I like forced or actually, okay, this week is finals week for me. I'm supposed to be taking finals right now, but this past week, I did all of my coursework and took all my quizzes. So I've been off for the past week. I feel physically so much less stressed. And I didn't even know I was stressing about school because if y'all saw how I did school, y'all watch our YouTube videos. I don't even be tripping. I'll be waiting to the last minute. I put in my effort. I read my book. I do my work, right? Um, I'm an honor student. I got emailed middle of the semester, they said, because of my grades last uh, over the summer, and now I'm an honor student. So um, your boy went from a 0.6 GPA to the <laughs> 4.0, and now I'm probably going to have about it's a 3.8. So but it's crazy, especially with all the things we got going on, like the fact that it's been, it's been very validating for me, especially after the past year that I've had with the quarter-life crisis. But this has been finals week, and now that I'm done with this semester, my first full college semester where I passed I was on academic probation my first year, or maybe my second. Feels good. I'm way less stressed. But also what was going on was this whole house renovation. And we actually have to move in two weeks. And we didn't really know we had to move in two weeks. Because I put in a 120-day notice a long time ago, 120 days ago, back in September or October or whatever. And now that chicken is coming home to roost, but our project isn't really supposed to be done for like another month and a half 
Yeah, probably like end of January. So I went to speak to our leasing offices. I was like, hey, we're going to have to uh, bump this back. He was trying to do it for me. And he said, oh, your apartment got leased on October 31st. So we didn't even have time. But he's just like, oh, it must be a nice view. He said they're (laughs) so excited to move and like they cannot wait. He was like, it must be a really nice apartment. And I was like, as a matter of fact, it is. You know what we should have done? Um, Because we moved into this apartment like, I'm going to say like four months after it was built. And it's the only high rise out this far in North Texas. So it's beautiful view, very unique, awesome, right? But at the top of the high rise where we are, um, they have like the luxury floors and then everything below are like um, less expensive, still expensive. But when we got in, it was more reasonably priced than it is now. So our units are in very high demand because anybody that's driving down and sees this building is like, oh, I want to go check out and see what it's like to live there. Um, or get a tour they can't even see anything up here because yeah. they're all booked yeah. so as soon as one of our units become available they're gone gone but what we should have done they could look on our instagram those pictures was we should have subleased this out or we should have airbnb this out because that is illegal mm, we could have we should have we would have had to get permission which they wouldn't, have us. they wouldn't have given us permission but there have been people that have been airbnb out these units and if we would have done ours we would have been caking, but we're not frauds, so we wouldn't have been able to get permission to do it anyway. Because I did speak to the um, the property manager about yeah. it, but yeah, it's gonna be so sad. It's gonna be so bittersweet. I actually am getting sad about it. Like, it, I feel like I blinked, and it's time to move out. Do you feel like living here? So let's just over the past two years, we've been. Do you feel like you've grown? Like, because what what I, what I mean is. So many times in our life, we're going through like a rite of passage. Again, we close the door. We can't go back. We moved here from California or you get married. You can't like go back to that innocence that you had when you're unmarried. You have a kid. You can't go back and like not have a kid. We moved from California here. Um, We can't go back to the Bakersfield that we left. We moved from our old apartment complex here and we lived a different lifestyle in a different city. I can't go back where I was. So now, like, after living here, all the way up here, <laughs> do you feel like you've grown or changed? Like, what have your past two years been? Oh, you're trying to do end-of-the-year talk. Yeah, it's interesting. Like, oh, you know, you're, uh, you said you're a New Year's resolution girl, too. I think I changed my mind on that, oh. like, five minutes ago. I was thinking, like, I actually don't think I'm going to go deep. Mm. I think I'm not. I think I'm just going to, like, let it rock, just move on. That's kind of how I'm feeling. For New Year's? Yeah. It's so, just like, do I, do I really want to relive every moment of this year and like have some synopsis and close out the year? Meh. Just throw it away. That's, I don't want this year. <laughs> Move on. Next one, please. That's kind of happening. So your last year in a sentence, what, do you, what was it? And then this year in a sentence, what was it? Last year and then this year? Oh, man. The first year we lived here... I think I was still confused. Like I was still like, what is Texas? I don't know where I am. I still use maps. In this apartment, I mean. Yeah, I still use maps to get around. Mm. Like, I barely learned what street target is on. <laughs> like, I'm, I still get literally confused, like, just driving around. Um, but, yeah, people we're around are just different. Lifestyle is different. Went back to school. When well, that was in last year, though. Oh, this year. Last year. Last year, Kyra versus this year, Kyra. I don't remember. 
remember me last year? Were you expectant last year for anything this year? Like, did you have any like major goals? Oh no. School. We were we were we were nervous about school, and you you've killed it. Kyra's a four point Do I? Yeah. Oh. Kyra gets. She only gets eight. <laughs> now now me. <laughs> this class might be my first B or C. I don't know. We'll nah, you gonna pass. We'll have to see what I get on my paper. I just wrote. I'm nervous. But yeah, that's. I guess A's. Oh, I don't know. I'm not really a like three year planner, five year planner. I feel like I just let the years come as they are and I just live it. <laughs> that's not music to your ears. But no, I'm just, I, I don't know. I can't relate. <laughs> but that's just, yeah, I think I'm more, I was just thinking, like, I think we talked about this on podcast, like learn behavior versus what is like your natural personality, like who you were, you were just born in, like, that's just your natural tendency. And like, I want to be that girl, you know, I want to be the five-year planner, the three-year planner, like super driven. And I would say I am driven, but in a different way. Like, I think naturally I'm just, I'm a turtle. Like we were in the gym today and Kaylin was squatting or no, he was doing something so fast. And I was like, you have fat, like fast twitch muscles. And he's like, yeah. And I was like, when I do this exercise, I literally am so slow. And I don't even think I could go fast if I wanted to. No, you certainly can't go fast if you talk like that. And I, I believe. Oh, stop. One, stop. One, like I think speed is power. So like some workouts I do fast, but I also have like a track background. And um, like you want to generate power because that force propels you faster or further. Um, but I also think that words have power. And please don't lecture me right now. When you want to bust through these limiting beliefs, like sometimes the, the negativity, the, the words, the negative words that we use aren't strong enough to bust through them. Actually, I'm being they, they weigh us down, if anything. So like when you want to bust through the limiting belief, you have to speak life over yourself, which is power. And that encourages you to do better. And through that encouragement, you can do some goal setting. And start getting some wins, validate the, the the goals that you've had for yourself that you thought that you could do. Now they're validated, and you think you know, not even think or believe, like you know that you can do them. And then it's a domino effect. That momentum, that power that we talked about, um, it just grows exponentially, like a snowball. And then you just start conquering. This, th- these are the turbines in my mind. I know it grinds your gears, but. This is what oils mine, the WD-40 that keeps me going. Um, hearing you talk like that, babe, you know me, you know. Hearing you talk like that just me. me. This new, no, me. Because I'm just I was like. being dramatic. But why do you say, why do you talk to yourself that I was way? just being dramatic. I was just telling a story. Have you ever heard okay? that book? I'm just saying naturally, my natural inclination is to not crank it out like you did. Have you heard that book, What What to Say When You Talk to Yourself? I've never even read it, but that book title is so cold. Oh, like, I was like, I've never heard you talk about would that have thought about that, but a genius. To say when you talk but like, about I've never read it, but just hearing the title and I ponder that, I think when I talk to myself, I'm going to be nice. I'm going to hype myself up. I'm going to tell, tell myself I'm him. Um, oh, yeah, you do. Yeah. And I, I just, I want you to have that type of joy. But to your point, like. I have joy. Mm, do you? You don't think I'm joyful? Actually, I think that the version of you that they see is just so not complete. Because 
again, in my experience, it be seeming like most of your days are so good. And then boom, they are. we sit down at the end of the, at the end of the day, at the end of the semester, <laughs> at the end of our renovation and Kyra's pooped out and she gets on here and she cries probably every time. Everybody's probably like, they have a horrible relationship. <laughs> She's so exhausted. Caleb, you don't help her with anything. You're so negative to her. You don't build her up. You're not listening to her. And I'm just like, fam, <laughs> Do y'all know we've been talking all day to each other. Like, well, that's we tired of talking to each other. Our conversations like whenever we start talking, I just know they're going to be deep. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like we are, we ask each other questions that like cause us, you know, to break down more. But yeah, in my day to day life, like I'm just, I'm living life. We have it's nothing not else shallow until, to talk about. It's not until we sit down and I literally have told Kaylin before, like, I cannot talk to you right now because I already know where it's going to go. And like, I would just love to talk about something stupid right now. Like, can we talk about the bachelor franchise or something like something meaningless and just silly and lighthearted because sometimes it's like i can't do this with you babe right now but haven't you felt like though it's been incredibly hard to sit down and have stupid meaningless conversations because we're not doing stupid meaningless work i know like typically we have the time to like sit down and watch a show or watch social media and be engaged with trivial things but like the way this past year has been everything has been like so high stakes and so dense and so like thorough and so just like i want to say we have like existential crises but like our worldview has been like shaped and like i've been in hot water and i've taken the time to learn i've been now in different contexts like with in like corporate environments and with school proper like in person and i'm it's just been a lot yeah. So like we don't have like silly things to talk about. Like it hasn't Literally. been a silly, silly, goofy year. It's not a silly, goofy <laughs> year at all. Ky- Kyra's coursework. Oh my gosh. I'm so t- like I, oh I don't want gosh. I don't want my thing to be that like I complain about school. I love school. It's great. I just think that it's too much with the house renovation. I honestly mm. should have just taken this last quarter semester off. I, personally, this is what I think. I think I should have taken it off and focused on the house renovation. I just didn't know the house renovation was going to be so taxing on me because I'm the one literally making every decision. No, that's not true. Kyra's making all the interior design decisions. and Which I'm, is everything. No, I'm the general contractor and I'm telling you. Oh, you're what the I have to deal with. You're the leader. You make oh, sure people. Oh, my word. Your, your task, your workload is different. Because I have to manage you and them and be there i'm and not hard to manage you're hard to compel to make decisions that we need done yeah but any any but that's not your fault because like any business there needs to be cohesion who is running a proper business understands timing is everything you don't just throw to your client we need this today in two hours well when you're working with contractors some licensed and some not <laughs> It's a, it's a people thing. Yes. And so I didn't know it was going to be so much. And if I would have known, I would have just taken school off so that I can just focus on being a mom in the house renovations. Yeah. I think you're doing a good job though. We give you flack because we are trying to compel you, but Kyra has this look that strikes fear into the whole crew where she look at you one way. Like, it's just so funny to me how they just bend and fold as soon as you get the look. 
but I'd be on their head all week. No, they're literally scared week. of me. All week. I had to go off on a dude today. Um, because I don't want them to wear Kyra down because I already know she's getting worn down in so many different areas from like all the expectations and all the things that she's doing. So I don't want her to be worn down and then start folding and compromising on things that I know that she really wants, like that I believe to be non-negotiables. So like sometimes we'll be like in the heat of the moment and we have to like make a decision and it's like the contractor wants to do one thing. The contractor is trying to convince me to do that same thing. And the contractor really wants to convince me to do that same thing so that I can convince Kyra. And I look at Kyra and then like she'll like fold on it. And then I look at Kyra and she's not giving, it's not giving that she's really excited about this change. Then it's just like, nah, we're not doing that. Okay. For example, say they're painting the walls and I want the walls to be an eggshell finish, but they're like, no, no, it'll be better if you do satin because you can clean them and it'll be, they, it, they're just saying it'll be easier. It'll be better. And I'm like, um, okay, give me a second. I need to think about this. They don't want to give me the second to like go on my phone and research before I make the decision because I have to live there and I'm paying for it. So I want to make sure the product I get is good. Kaylin is like in the balance, like on the phone, like, Hey, let's like make a decision. Let's say something. And I'm like, I don't know. Literally you asked me this question two minutes ago. How am I supposed to have an answer when this is not my job? This is not what I do full time, but I'm now having to go research like how to lay certain tiles, what product to seal tile, what, and I'm like, I, I feel like I should not be doing this. Like it's too much on me, but I have to do it. Otherwise I won't know what's going on. So then either I just say, okay, do the satin finish because that's, what's easier for everybody. But then I know I'm not actually happy with that decision. And I'm actually trying, working hard on not doing that. Not like I, I want to compromise, but I don't want to lie. Like, I want to say, this is what I want to do, but I'm willing to do this thing if it's easier. And Kaylin hates that because Kaylin wants me to have what I want. Yeah. He's like, just say what you want, but I feel bad that it's harder on other people. So I'm just like, this is what I want to do, but I'm willing to do this thing. And Kaylin's like, no, we're doing that thing. But I also feel like in the back of my mind, they'll want to do the, the walls, baseboards, ceiling, all satin because it's easier on them. And they're covering their backside. And I feel like I have to cover my backside, even if it's harder work for them. This is why. And that was just an example to tell Kyra that it is exponentially more hard for me. Who's like, because in tech, okay. From California in California, we've done this. You have to be licensed to be a general contractor in Texas. You don't. So like quite literally, you could be, I am the general contractor on this job alongside my friend who like lives kind of far away um we kind of got this mutual understanding where it's just like bro you've helped enough. we're all doing what we can i'm I'm just gonna run this so basically i'm the general contractor not even basically i am so i know everything that's going on everything is kind of going through me but i'm managing the contractors but also my wife's expectations and desires so what i need from kyra is what do you want to happen? And then she'll tell me what she wants to happen or she won't. She'll tell me what she thinks I want to hear. And then I communicate that to them and then they do the thing or they are getting ready to do the thing. And then I'll just get this husband gut feeling like husbands. Y'all know what I'm talking about, where your wife will say some, say one thing, but you know, she means something else. You just get that. "Mm," I don't even know what it is. So, that's happened where she'll say something 
and it'll be to like make things go smooth or she'll think it's to make things go smooth. And then I'll communicate that. And then I'll double back and be like, oh no, she doesn't actually really want that. She wants something else. So then I'll ask her, what do you really want? And then you'll be like, oh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But I know that you actually do know. You just don't want to say it because you feel like it's going to be like making the job more challenging. Well, no one wants to be hard to work with. But what I'm saying is that's actually the thing that makes you hard to work with. With so much going on in the world and in our lives, it's common to feel anxiety and stress. And when you're dealing with anxiety, you're at a higher risk of suffering from trouble sleeping. This is why I'm so happy to tell all of you guys about Abide Sleep and Pray Meditation app. It's the number one Christian meditation app that's been proven to reduce stress, improve your sleep, and deepen your experience with the peace of Christ through biblical meditation. I personally love the Abide app before sleep because it just puts you in such a state of peace and helps me fall asleep way easier, way faster, and also helps me to not scroll before I'm going to sleep, which also I think just improves my overall quality of sleep. With Abide's premium subscription services, you get ad-free meditation, plus you'll get early access to more content, background music customization, a sleep timer, and even a journal to record your progress. So let's all sleep better and find peace. Download the Abide app today and boost your mental, physical, and spiritual health. Right now, I have a special offer when you subscribe, 25% off your first year when you sign up for the premium subscription, but only if you text our promo code GROWING to 22433. Don't wait. Download Abide Sleep and Pray Meditation today and text our promo code GROWING to the number 22433 today to get 25% off. I've only whereas, done it one time, so don't make Whereas if you just said do this, I'm not folding, then I can communicate and say, she she said, (laughs) do this. Today, that literally happened. Yeah, today I had to fight for um, a shower door. No, I was talking about, so they're painting, they're currently painting, and inside the cabinets are obviously the hinges, and they wanted to just take the paint and cover the hinges and paint too. I wanted to And then same with the drawers. You know, when you pull your drawer out and there's the track that it's on, they wanted to just go and paint that too because they didn't want to cover it. In my opinion, absolutely do not paint the hinges. This is not a supply store. Like that. the vibe that gives me is just like, this is some kind of store or something and people just like wanted to get the job done. And I'm like, listen, just cover the hinges <laughs> and do it correctly. Like, yeah. no, you don't go in people's houses and their hinges. Maybe y'all, I don't know, but I've never gone to somebody's house and their cabinet cupboard cabinet hinges are painted over. I'm talking more so I've about like the, the door hinges if you can, because ours are already painted, but we're going to end up changing And I hate anyway. that anyway. So yeah. But, I, I, you're right. Now that I think about it, you're, you're right. But I Give appreciated that because it made everything easy because sometimes it's, I want to say it's hard for me because it's actually quite easy for me to be confrontational. But when I don't have the motivation behind the confrontation, to me, it's kind of like, why am I being, why do I feel like I'm being mean to this person? Mm-hmm. There's no desire behind it, but I am willing to fight for what you want when I know that that's what you really want. So if you say to paint the walls blue and the contractor convince me that red is the best and then i tried to convince you that red is the best and then you felt like it's two against one so you said red is the best and then i find out that you actually want blue i'm going to the contract and i'm saying no she wants blue or we're not doing it we'll find Mm -hmm. somebody else who will but when it's just kind of like you're 
not involved in it or you just don't know you seem just interested i'm kind of like well, shoot it doesn't matter just be yeah. easy well yeah there are some things that i'm like no i really think this is best because mm -hmm. i have scoured pinterest and people who do this for a living for hours to know like what is the updated practices in homes what is going to how are we going to make sure that our home doesn't turn out looking tacky in the end because we didn't do the right finishes or the right looks together like studio mcgee has become my best friend she has everything you need to know on her blog so i'm just like learning as i go through this process to make sure that the end product is like wow this is a beautiful home this is like exactly what we paid for and this is the value that you bring to the team because you have the specific knowledge in these areas to know how things go together where they may be the contractor they may do the jobs they may do the work but I look at them in their face and I tell them this to their face. They don't know design. They don't know. Yeah. I don't even. So, so many of these things has been like a trust the process type situation. Yeah. And I'm trusting Kyra's process. And now that I'm starting to see certain things coming together, I'm like, whoo, because we're very invested in this project. Like this has been very expensive. So it's kind of like, what's the point of having, it would be like the person who's wearing designer clothes they look tacky because they don't know how to dress where the person like who they can don't go, know how to style yeah the person can go thrifting and put something together and it's just like wow they look way better because just because you got all that money and you spend in the designer like you you have no have no swag yeah so i just don't want to have this tacky house where the finishes are super nice and the stone is nice and the wall paint is nice and the um and the pools and all the other fixtures are nice but it's like nothing goes because yeah. i've seen houses like that where it's like ah! and that's the scary that's the scary part right now because <laughs> our bathroom is next and i'm like oh my gosh i'm just i'm also a very very like visual textural person so i like to see mm -hmm. things before i'm like yes is for sure and with tiles and stones you don't really get to see the full picture until it all goes in what's up and then based on lighting, things can pull different colors. And so it's just, yeah, all around a, a stressful thing. But it's been such a labor, but like a happy labor. Like mm -hmm. I know once we move in, we're going to, we have stories to tell about every single room, every single design choice, every single countertop that we mm -hmm. chose. And like every single tile we chose was so intentional. It's starting to feel like our home too, yeah. because like when we first started going in there and I remember even the first time I ever walked in the house, it felt creepy. Because you're going into a pre-owned home. Like, this is someone's home. So it has their smell. It has their greasy grime on the cabinets. Um, their bare feet walked on the carpet. Um, their butt sat on the toilet. Stuff like that, right? So, like, their we were going to move in. And it was kind of like move-in ready, you know? And it would have been fine. And, you know, it would have been cool. But it didn't feel like our house. But going through this process, you know, and having it sit vacant for the past four months, it's been airing out. All the demons I was probably in there is gone. All the rats is, is gone. Me and Caitlin were joking. I was like, we didn't come in here. These demons was like, well, time to go. Out of there. Oh, no. Out of there. With our housewarming party is going to be a demon busting party. <laughs> Who are you going to call demon oh, busters? Gosh, hey, that's boy. too funny. They, we going to get the oil. We anointing the home consecrating the home is going to be a peaceful place yeah um but now that they've like ripped out everything like not one surface in the home including the floors we got have the gone floors untouched 
like this is our house it don't look the same it don't feel the same it don't smell the same once it's painted it's really gonna smell painty and new i'm excited so i'm really excited i think that we're doing a good job and i can't wait to do this more in the future Kyra's supposed to have a role in my business as interior designer, but I don't know if she's going to do this again. No, for somebody else's house, I, well, meh, maybe for like a rental. It's going to be way lower stakes. This is what I was trying to tell our whole team. Like when we do this again in the future, it's going to be way easier to make these decisions because we can just go with what's popular and it won't matter. But this is what I was saying, like with your specific knowledge, you know what the vibe is and what the style is. And really your style hasn't changed. But you know it because you've researched it. Whereas these contractors, they do projects for other people who are probably like way less researched. And even like when they're giving their design opinions, I've been looking at them like, be Why quiet. Would you do that? Like, you know, no one's doing that anymore. That looks no. bad. Like, that's not a good idea. That's not, no, that's not what we're doing here. Um, but yeah, um, I think you've done a good job. Thank you. But now, the main point that I was going to make was all these dates are, there's a confluence of dates that are all kind of going together that makes it make sense for us to take this break. At finals, we have to literally move in days. Your school is going to be done. Um, our boys are going to be out of school and we were actually supposed to be traveling in even fewer days. And, we had to cancel all of our trips because we were going to be gone for the entire month of December. But we had to cancel them because I just had a gut feeling that all this mess was about to be happening. And now that we're here in December, we literally, it would have been the worst decision to be gone at this time. Literally. Everything would have we been We probably wrong. would have had to cancel like today and been like, it would have had to been like a last minute cancellation on everybody because it's like, there, there's just no way as they're installing my bathroom, am I going to be in a different state? We, it Just can't. absolutely not. Because I didn't understand how much they mess up. Well, like, okay, let me just give you guys a breakdown of what me and Kaylin did today. Like, actually, how hands-on we are. We, I went and took the boys and picked up easily, like, 100 square feet of tile. Then we For went, our laundry room. Yes, for our laundry room. Plus the grout, color, all that, caulking, all whatever. Then we went to one another place where we love to really get our faucets and things like that to pick up the plumbing parts. Then another time we have to like accept deliveries, make sure everything looks right. Some things are wrong. So then we have to call and reschedule for like the new one to be shipped, the correct one. We're measuring stuff. We're getting calls that, oh, we actually can't take the shower, the glass in your shower to the ceiling or with measure tape, measuring saying, no, it needs to be taken to the ceiling. We're like literally designing this as if picking out we paint. are designers. Like, I don't know what is going to look good. Meeting we, with pest control to like. <laughs> to check if sure there's, there's no, rats no in the rats. attic. You um, went up there in the attic too with him too. Literally. And the thing is, like, we live in Dallas, DFW. So it's like where we're from, you would order the stuff and it comes to you. But like when you live here, we can go to the places yeah. and pick it up and pick it up. So like on one end, it's amazing living in a place where you can pick up anything Accessible. you want day of. But on the other end, when everything is 40 miles away from each other. It's a day of driving. It's 
it's exhausting. Which is crazy because our California house, when we furnished it, everything was like, pray to God that this furniture looks good because there's just no way we're paying for shipping back. Because in Bakersfield, like we don't have a West Elm. We don't have a rejuvenation. <coughs> You're saying we. Now you say they. Well, when I was living there, we. Um, you know, I'm Kern County strong, so don't try to take the Kern County out Look, of I'm Bako made. Okay. I'm Bako made. What you mean? <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Um, so anyway, yeah, we don't have a lot of the popular furniture stores. We have like more in Ashley furniture. Like those are our options. So <laughs> now living here, it's like, oh my goodness. We could literally the world is our oyster. We could have whatever furniture we want from whatever place. Crazy. And the returns are so much easier because we actually live here. So yeah, that's gonna be wrapping up. Um, I got some real estate deals closing or a real estate deal closing this month or in a couple of days. That's exciting. And I don't know, I'm having so much fun in like looking at the time. <laughs> I, I just think it's so important to enjoy what you're doing. Yeah. And I was watching a video earlier of this woman talking about like the best business opportunities for 2023. And I like how she started the video because she was prefacing about like, okay, like, what are you like good at? Um, but really, like, what do you enjoy doing? Because, and, and we've known this, more important than there just being opportunity in a growing industry is the entrepreneur or creators or creatives desire to be a part of that long term. Mm-hmm. And you're only going to want to do something if you enjoy it. So one of the things I love about Kyra is she doesn't do things that she doesn't enjoy unless she has to. And earlier, I think the quote of the year, and I think one of the biggest growth points that I was waiting on you to point out for yourself, for you, is that you've been doing hard things that you don't enjoy because they just need to be done. Yeah. And you've done that consistently this year. That's probably why you feel the way you do, exhausted. But like, I would say, just look how much you've accomplished. Like literally, Kyra this time last year compared to Kyra this time right now is night and day the confidence that you have in things that I never thought you'd be confident in. But the only way you got that confidence was from putting in real work that you don't even document, that you don't even talk, that nobody even sees. Sometimes not even me, but you put in real work. I'm like, yes, Kyra, let's put our foot on their neck and eat their tails up because people don't want to work hard. This woman, she said, one of the things that scares her, the scariest things in the world, People talk about global warming. Some people talk about AI. She said that the the next generation spends more time lying down and sitting down than any other generation ever. It's true. Screen time, phones. Like we've had it easy. People have been coddled. And it's like people don't like to do hard things. And when they do do hard things, they don't like to do them very long. I mean, I'm preaching to the choir. This is where I'm like, I'm a competitor naturally. So I'll tap in and eat your tail up. because I'm going to do the hard work, but I'm going to do the hard work in something that I enjoy. So I'm never going to stop. <laughs> I'm never going to stop. And the benefit is for our audience because it's like, I really enjoy doing this and I really enjoy doing real estate. So it's like, if you're a client of mine, if you're an investor invested in my business, yeah. if you're working with Kyra and what she ends up doing, if you're watching our content, like, you understand this is the worst it'll ever be going forward. Like if you met us today and this is your first episode listening, this is the worst it'll ever be. Yeah. Cause it's only up from here. I'm only, 
It's Every up. day I learn more. It's up. And I can't wait to share and provide that value. So, yeah, I never want to retire. I just remind, um, I'm like a little mouse. I feel like I'm like, guys, don't look at me. I'm just away doing my work. Like, <laughs> a 21 page paper. No, I don't want to. You try to be slick. It. You try to act like you're not. Who but you I, is. because I feel like in me, I feel like it's just time to be quiet mm-hmm. and just do the work. And when I'm ready, I will know. Mm hmm. When I'm ready to open open the egg and pop out and be like, okay, let's. I don't think that's how it works. Well, that's just how I feel. That's because I, I, and, and I'm saying this from experience. Somebody who thought and th- still thinks like that. I don't think it works like that. I think it can. I don't think that you'll ever feel like, okay, I did this. Now I'm ready. I think that you find that you're ready from doing the thing. And. It's not that because a lot of people, when they like start new businesses or whatever, they'll get like paralysis and the analysis. They want to make sure that their logo looks good. They want to make sure this or that. Not realizing that a business is going to like GoDaddy, spending $7 on a domain and then getting an email custom to that and then going out and trying to get sales Mm -hmm. because you have that specific knowledge already on whatever you're trying to do. Like go and validate the idea first. No one cares about your logo. No one cares about your website. You're hiding behind that. And I feel like for people like us, who are entrepreneurial, but we're also creative, but we're also like teachers and we're also like counselors, we can hide behind wanting credentials when we can already help in some way where we are. And that may not be through offering professional services because we don't have the credential, but it might be through documenting what we're doing. Yeah, absolutely. And that's why I'm saying like you are already offering so much value by doing what you're doing. So I don't think that it's a, I'm a mouse hiding. I think it's a fam. Well, we see in you. I don't really speak about it overtly or say like, guys, this is what I've learned this week. Mm -hmm. I think also that's because it's not that I don't want to, but it's also just because life is a whirlwind that I'm like, I don't, I just need to get the work done. That's just how I feel at this point. I feel like once we get into the house and I don't have to think about design decisions that I don't want to be thinking about, like, on my list of priorities in my mind, the house is the lowest priority, but because we're on such a strict time schedule, it has to go above everything else. Mm-hmm. And therefore I feel like I don't have like the capacity to share or talk about. I just have to do it and then move on. But that's where I think the beauty is in the documentation of it, because I think that our, um, I don't want to say necessarily our audience, because we're our audience skews even older than us. It's between 25 and 45, believe it or not. Um, so we're, the youngins in our audience, but like for the youngins that are in our audience and then even the younger generation, Gen Z proper, I think that they are, for lack of a better word, ad blind or they lack the attention span or disconnect when they hear people start trying to like lecture them and tell them something. Rather, I think they learn best through the osmosis of the people that they're watching. And I think that you do that better than anybody that I've watched. And as a professional marketer who's been on YouTube for the past 10 years, professionally, like doing this, and like I said earlier, riding this wave, I see what's out there. And I've other people that are just even more verified than me in this space that have said it. You do this better than anybody we see. 
This week's podcast is sponsored by Faithful Counseling. Life is full of twists and turns, moments of growth, and moments where we feel like we're taking a few steps back. And it's important to show up for yourself and your loved ones through all the struggles that life can bring. Faithful Counseling will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist who is a practicing Christian. It's not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It's professional counseling done securely online. You guys know I'm a big advocate for therapy if you need it, when you need it. I think Faithful Counseling could really help you if you're looking for something in that department. You can log into your account anytime and send a message to your counselor, plus schedule weekly video or phone sessions so you don't have to be on camera if you don't want to. Faithful Counseling is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches so they make it easy and free to change counselors if needed until you find the right fit for you. It's more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is available. We all need to talk to someone and Faithful Counseling can help. Visit their website and read their testimonials that are posted daily. And you can also visit faithfulcounseling.com slash growing and get the professional faith-based counseling that you deserve. Special offer for Growing Together listeners. You get 10% off your first month at faithfulcounseling.com slash growing. Thanks again to Faithful Counseling for sponsoring this episode. Because though, and it's not, it's not even necessarily like a big up to try and like boost your ego. And I know that you're not going to take it that way, but it's because your intentions are pure and you actually love what you're doing and you're doing what you're doing for the right reasons. It's not because of the crazy opportunity because I've tried to get you to do what I would say better opportunities, <laughs> you know, where there's more potential monetary upside and I mean, when you're in a position like we've been in for a long time, we're constantly presented with good opportunities, great opportunities, very, very profitable opportunities. But that's where the purpose comes in. Yeah. And that's why I think the way that you do it is not, no one's like waiting for Kyra to arrive. We're along the ride with Kyra, just going to the destination, which is wherever it is. We're just growing with you. So you say mouse cheese, I'm hiding, but I'm like, fam, we see who you are. We're along for the journey. We, we see who you were. We see where you are. And it's just like you've grown so much, way more than you probably even feel. Yeah. But we see it. And you're not slick. <laughs> you're not slick. This turned into a hype, Kyra. <laughs> no, 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 no. Because it's not like, and this is the thing, like I'm not going to blow hot air up your butt. Because you... <laughs> You put in the work and I really want you to stand 10 toes on that because we don't talk about what we do often. Yeah. Like at all. I mean, I might, you know, I'm pretty good at like kind of sliding it in there. Like, oh, yeah. I got this deal going on. I've been doing this. I don't put it on Instagram and flex and all that because I'm just like, one of the things that I hate about culture now is like how much flexing has to be done and how many people are just trying to flex and act like they're doing a lot so that they can sell you a course on how to do what they're saying that they're doing when really they're not even doing the thing that they're saying that they're doing. They're just hoping to sell you the course on the thing that they say that they're doing. Yeah. And that's how they're going to make their money. Yeah. Where it's like me, like I'm going to make you the course, but like you going to see that I'm really well off doing what I'm actually doing. And it's because I love the work more than I love just teaching. Well, you're right, too. Like, if you're doing the work, people should be able to see it in you. People should say it about you, not just you saying it about yourself or trying to, like, implant that idea into other people's heads so they say it about you. Like, it should be seen on you. So, yeah, anything that you want to uh, go into the new year thinking about saying, what should we expect, or are you just going to keep it on ice? I just want to have, like, a happy year. Like, I just want to be happy and lighthearted. 
Okay. Like, I want to bake and, like, do fun things with the boys. Enjoy your house. And just, like, enjoy the backyard and just, yeah. yeah. Spend more time in the kitchen. Make yummy meals. And just, like, yeah. Enjoy the year. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm teetering between whether or not I'm going to be in sprint mode or whether I'm going to be in take a step back to take some steps forward mode. Mm-hmm. I mean, I just... I think we, I think work wise, I'm gonna take some steps forward. Mm. But I think lifestyle wise, like outside of work, I imagine just like this very lighthearted, happy Kyra who's like going back to the things that brought her joy. And what ways do you think you take steps forward in work? Is it because of like momentum of things that you've been storing and things you've been building, like you're ready to start releasing or yeah, like things that I know I want to do, but really have no game plan for like creating a game plan for it, obviously continuing going to school and then just like being more consistent overall. Mm. Like hopefully there will be less on my plate so that I can focus on the things that I want to focus on. I'm feeling like personally, um, I've game planned too much. And I have the game plan and it's just now doing the work because there's a, there's a quote in the entrepreneur space where they say the best thing to do is the obvious thing. And the obvious thing is boring, but you have to do that boring thing for a long time consistently if you want success. And for so many of us who've been successful in things that we've done, we have to realize that we have to keep doing more of the thing that got us there better. That's it. No gimmicks, no nothing. You only fall off because you get boring, and that's because your content sucks your, or your product sucks, and it's because you stopped innovating. Yeah, yes, yes, it's true. And, I mean, we know this as YouTubers. <clears throat> YouTubers don't fall off because they made better content more consistently. No, they fall off because their content starts to suck, and I know what that feels like. And I'm like, I'm not ready to fall off yet. So, my own neck. Every week. Starting January 1st. <laughs> no, not even starting January 1st. I'm already, I'm already on it. But part of what I'm doing is I know where I'm going and I'm not in a rush. Because I know everybody that's in a rush is going to burn out. Because if it's their purpose and they really enjoy doing the thing, okay, they'll do it. But if it's not, I'm going to pass you anyway. It's not even like it's a race. Because what I'm, what I'm doing is mission driven. And I want the mission to, to advance. Um, I want the kingdom to advance. But since I'm a competitor, I use this type of language. So if it's making y'all a little ick, then just understand. No, I get what you mean. You know, y- y'all know Don't my personality dense. at this point, you know. <laughs> um, but yeah, like I know where I'm going. I'm not in a rush. And for me, the hardest thing to do, and this is what school has even really done for me, is taking that step back and slowing down and writing a paper for someone and getting graded by someone is such a step back for me but this is the slingshot that's going to give me the momentum that i need to go forward because i realize the people that i'm quote competing with do not have the business acumen because they do not have the formal education to know some of these things and i've been in meetings various different industries i've now worked in various different industries i've made money in various different industries been around all different types of people. And what I've observed is you can only know so much when you're just the YouTuber who's spending all their time all day on the internet trying to figure out how to get some views. And maybe you're making some quick money right now. 
But at the end of the day, at some point in time, you're going to want to know how to run a business. And you cannot learn that from six second TikTok videos. You have to be doing the thing. You cannot flex about it on Instagram. You have to be in it every day, the mundane, doing the 21 page papers, studying, reading the textbooks so you can understand and gain that acumen. And I just know certain people won't do it. Most people don't do it. But just like working out, just like eating healthy, just like reading your Bible. Some people, oh, we just, people won't do the hard stuff. So like next year, let me do the hard stuff slowly. I'm in a rush. That's all. I'm in a rush. We, go, we know where we're going. So anyway, I love y'all. Thanks for always growing with us and hanging out with us and sitting through our conversations. I have so many ideas for the Growing Together podcast. It's really about to be lit next year. It's going to be mm-hmm. so entertaining. We're going to be laughing. We're going to be crying. We're going to be having so much fun. Don't think we forgot about y'all. Every time we've left and come back, it's always been better. The first time we left, we came back with video. Second time we left, which is, I guess, now, we're going to come back in a whole new location in our house, in our studio, and it's going to be lit. So y'all be in prayer for us for the end of this year, going into next year. Pray that we just have a great year and i'll also do that for you guys and your family got so much stuff in the pipeline for y'all y'all families y'all relationships y'all kids everybody is freaking lit meantime i gotta say this you want to buy a house in north texas i will take on one or two more clients over the next quarter and maybe a few over the summer Y'all get to me, y'all get to me. But whoever working with me is getting a great deal. So I'll just say that. Y'all figure out how to get in contact with your boy. Kyra, anything else? No, that's all. Anyway, thanks for hanging out with us. As you always say, let's let's keep keep growing growing together. together.